With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Coming up on this episode of the More Mojo podcast. Uh, what is the perfect age range for you in a relationship? How much sex is actually the best amount of sex? And I talk about the idea that I once wanted to become a priest. That mojo ain't no good. So uh, in the metro Detroit area, there's still like over 130,000 people that have to boil their water. Over this past weekend, it was like almost a million people because of the amount of problems that happened with uh, that water main, the thing that broke. Well, uh, it's caused for issues like with restaurants. Some of these restaurants that are still in these areas are having issues because they, you know, can't provide a lot of the services that they normally would do without using uh, bottled water, and the boiling of the water is taking too long. It's like too long of a process. It's interesting, though. I, I just read something wild with that that said that uh, if you are someone that is a regular, I'll just have water drinker, that it's safer to actually have one of their other, other beverages than the water. From, that, a, from any restaurant? From any restaurant, yes. That uh, And they used uh, bigger cities for this one, so they used New York, Los Angeles, Chicago as some of their examples. I always they, get restaurant water. They tested the water at restaurants and they found that there is a higher level of bacteria in the water than should be consumed by humans. And in many cases, it's not just because it's their water. Their water was probably fine. It's the things that they put their water in mm -hmm. that may not be as clean. So a lot of times, like I'll see this when I'll go into a restaurant and I'll see them walk around with the pitcher of water. And uh, in many cases, it had been sitting there for such a long period of time that they say that things get into it. Plus, and, I'm a bar seater. I like to sit at the bar and eat. So I see how little they clean when they recycle the glasses around or when they're serving. And I see the busboy like put his, finger, his thumb in the glass of water. It's like, I just assume, well, it's good for my... Uh, it's good for my gut. Yeah, you know, keep that in immunity. Uh, but high. would that be the case then with anything, like yeah. with with a wine glass, with a cocktail glass, whatever? Yeah. Well, well the water. What Mojo's saying is the pitcher. It's just the sits pitcher. All day. Yeah. Well, it's the pitcher that sits all day. And that's not necessarily the glass. I mean, the glasses are probably clean. I'm sure that they have like the health department look at that. Sometimes they don't have the the, the pitchers cleaned, or they leave it sitting around for a period of time. And so it's just sitting out. Where if you're getting a normal drink, like say for instance, you get a pop out of the gun. You know, you're getting the pop out of the gun, whatever that has there. Or you're drinking alcohol. If you're drinking a glass of wine, it's in the bottle. And they usually cork the bottle right. probably afterwards. This makes me mad because I am always just like, a tap water's fine. Mm -hmm. You know, if you ever go anywhere and they ask you, like, what kind of water you want or whatever for going to a little bit of a nicer restaurant, I always, always, always just say tap water. And Wes, my boyfriend, will always he likes bubbly water. 
And I'm like, you, who do you think you are that you're going to get the bubbly water? But it comes out in a bottle. And now he's smart. Yeah, he's doing <laughs> it. He's the yeah. smart one. You ever go to a place and you ask for that and then you they start uh, serving the table that. And next thing you know, you look at your bill and your bill has more price of water than it would of other beverages. Like if you go to some of those yeah. like steak places and stuff like that, that are some of the nicer steak places that uh, what is it called? Not Perrier, but what's the other brand uh, that uh, that's the big one? It's in the green bottle too, but that's expensive shit. So Pellegrino, <clears throat> Pellegrino. Pellegrino, that's it. Yeah, Pellegrino. Um, okay, so this one's interesting. Dating and age. What's the most that you should differ in age of dating someone? Um, and this is based on this is from the online dating for dummies book. Um, they studied dating over the years and they found that there is actually an age span that is like the end all be all. Like if you go past it, you're probably going to run into some problems. Uh, and I'll give you some examples of things that could become problems. Taste in music, food, entertainment, how active you want to be, how inactive you want to be, uh, things that you want to face as far as family issues, whether it be extended family or your immediate family what is the absolute like cut off as far as age is concerned i'm i'm taking a guess at this and i'm gonna say 12 years okay uh spike uh, ellen also on this reese if you would like to participate i know you're working cameras mike i don't know if he's there yeah oh there you okay what, uh what do you guys else think spike would you I'm kind of like? right around shannon's like anywhere somewhere around 12 to 15 years where after that, I feel like you start to have a lot less in common. Actually, I have to say 13 years because my dad and my stepmom are 13 years apart. <laughs> I don't want them to get mad. <laughs> Ellen, so 14 years. What's the biggest age gap you would have, Ellen? 10. 10 years? Mm -hmm. Mike, what would you do? I was going to say 10 because I feel like that's when things change. Mm -hmm. like okay. You have differences. Reese? I would say you? 20. 20 years? Oh, he's still looking for that milk. <laughs> we love cougars. How old is Ellen's mom? Did you ask her? Hey, that that's right? a great More question. More than 20 years older than you. <laughs> uh, she's taken, by the way. The answer is 10 years. Oh, I'm yeah. so smart and so good at dating. Clearly. <laughs> According to Online Dating for Dummies, a book by Michael Lasky, uh, anytime that's you go more than 10 years, complication starts in your marriage or relationship that it will cause for, uh, for issues. He actually said that the problem not necessarily just deals with the two of you. It deals with other people bringing in problems from the relationship, like other you know family members bringing those problems in. I only said 10 years because I, I wouldn't go beyond 10 years, I don't think. I did date somebody who was, I think, 10 years older than me. Well, it depends on where you are in your life, too, like How if old you're younger you? or older. Yeah. Because there's that, right. that, that's why I think that it right. depends. Like they say there's that dating age rule where it's half your age plus seven is the acceptable difference in society. So, which would be how how many years? Well, they say okay. So if you're 21, then it would be 11 plus seven, 18 years would be the big difference. So, I don't know. That's a big wider gap than any of us said. You, you know who it causes more problems for? They say it causes more problems for the older person in the relationship than the younger person. Mm -hmm. So the person that is the older one in the relationship ends up having more problems because they start feeling issues as far as their younger spouse possibly wanting somebody else wanting somebody else their age. Yeah. yeah and especially when they get uh, they get older on that one i mean my girlfriend and i have a 14 year age difference but like when we started dating i realized she didn't 
there like my references weren't going over her head uh i think because she was raised by her dad as like an adult man like i don't know how to explain that but she she watched a lot of the same pop culture i watched growing up like older movies and she had a great reference point for 80s movies even though she you know was born in the 80s so it didn't really bother us much and then milestones we have the same view on like neither of us want more children Neither of us are in any exciting rush to get married or anything like that. I think you guys are at a good point in your life for that. Like, if she was 21, it would be, and you were 14 years older than Yeah. It'd be totally different. Wait, so you were, like, taking driver's ed and she was just being born? Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Do you ever think about that? Like, do you you think about, like, when you were in college that she was, like, she didn't even have hair down there yet? Uh, Oh, well, that's Well, I didn't think of that. You're being creepy. But no, I'm I think about creepy. it sometimes when I'm talking about things and I'm like, oh, you know, like I'm talk like Shannon was talking about her high school reunion the other day. And I was like, oh, yeah, like my high school, I was trying to think. And I'm like, yeah, I, she was born when I was in high school. You got to bring or her not back yet. to your no, high school reunion. No, she was reunion. born when I was in junior high. You got to bring her to your high school reunion. I've never been you gotta to a high show, school reunion. You got to show her off, man. You got to, yeah. that's your, that's awesome. I'm, I'm not dating her to feel young about myself or feel like the, Age thing didn't come up until I think after we were on our, I mean, we talked about it on our first date. When do you feel old with her? When I talk about music and being at concerts and like things were just different when we were kids, when we were in like you and I, Mojo, in middle school, we still like we just got cable. And now <laughs> there's 7,000 streaming services and there's so many options for entertainment. I think that uh, the the part that would be concerning to me would be making a reference to something, and I bet you Meg's pretty good at like faking it. No, like, she and, calls me. Oh, out she does time. call oh, you yeah, out. Yeah, depends on what it is. Like, is it weird that your daughters probably have more of a reference to her childhood than you probably do to her childhood? Um, she's kind of right in the middle. Like, she's right in the middle of. Me and my daughter. Like, like anytime Megan brings up Maybe stories music. on the show, like our Megan does, like she'll bring up like something from her childhood. Mm-hmm. I'll sit there and I go, "What the fuck is she talking about? <laughs> I have no clue." Well, it, I, it's so funny because all her references I understand, but sometimes I'll do references and I forget. Oh yeah, she always had cell phones in her life. We had an era before cell phones. Yeah, stuff like that, like pre-internet. Um, sex. Let's move on to sex here right now. Uh, if if you think sex is about sweet talk, here's news for you. A Georgia State University study found that couples who quarrel about sex have it more often than couples who don't. Why? Fighting about your love life shows that it really matters to you, which fosters more intimacy and probably leads for more sexual activity because... You end up having more sex by bringing up the issue of not having sex. That's kind of an interesting thing. I never would have thought about that. So it's the couples that sit there and say that they don't have sex that much that are truly probably having more sex than the people who sit there and claim that they have sex all the time. I don't love that statistic, though, because then it's you're basically saying that you're being guilted into having sex. Yeah. If you're yeah. having it because you're having a conversation about, you know, how... 
how how little you're having, right? It's but, like pity sex. But haven't you ever noticed though that there are people that will sit there and claim, "Oh, we you know we fuck all the time." Like, and then you guy. find out it's really like, oh, I never yeah. believe those people. The more they brag openly about and have to talk about it, the less they do it. Yeah, like the guy. It's always the guy that I got a big yeah. dick, yeah, and the guy's the got guy. the small dick, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's always it's always the opposite of usually what what it is. Like I used to always say this to my kids all the time growing up. Like when they would talk about friends of theirs, they have this and they have that, and I'd be like, they have probably more problems than you got to deal with in your life. They're just sitting there bragging about the whole thing. So it's usually the opposite of that one. Uh, oh, here's an interesting one. I thought this is pretty wild. This one's for you, Ellen, because you, the young one, that's and, and Reese too. Reese too. Um. 20-somethings prioritize sex as last in a list of five priorities compared to those that are in their 30s and 40s, meaning that the 20-somethings are having less interest in sex now than ever before in that generation, uh, that age uh, range's generation. Can let's qualify that with what are the other four things on the list? Well, because maybe it's not that sex is less important. Maybe those other things are more important. Okay, you ready for this one? Mm-hmm. Um, they they think money is more important than sex, so okay. they would rather they would rather have money more than sex. Mm-hmm. Um, they would rather have a great friendship more than having sex. Um, they said that they would even rather have material items such as the latest phone or. A new computer or MacBook, more so than having good sex. Having good sex or having any? Or having sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, having sex in general. Good sex is hopefully sex. Why? Bad sex. Who? I'd take a more. I'd take a phone and a MacBook over bad <laughs> What's sex. What's number yeah. four? That was three. Uh, number four on the list was a good relationship with family members. Oh, okay. So they would rather have all that over sex. I think the only mm-hmm. one that. I would put below sex is the material, the phone, like the newest, whatever. But other than that, I agree with that. On par with this, by the way, they say that they would rather have fun activities like drinking and uh, use of other drugs. That would be right after sex. That's kind of interesting, though, because when I was in my 20s, all I want, all you wanted to have, like when I was in my teens and 20s, sex was on my mind all the time. In my thirties, and sex is on my mind. <laughs> but it's funny though that that is not as that's not as prominent on the minds of twenty-something-year-olds. How often do you think about sex, Reese? Not as much as money. That's for sure. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'd, so I would prioritize or prioritize money for sure mm-hmm. over over that. So does does money stimulate you? Does it make you orgasmic more so than I don't the know idea about of having orgasmic, sex? Orgasmic, but it excites me. If I put if I put a stack, I love of, that he goes. But it excites me. <laughs> if I put a stack of hundies in front of you or a naked, gorgeous, whoever, uh, Jenner, Kardashian, Ooh. which one do you want? Which one you grabbing for first? I would go for the Jenner, Kardashian because really? they got money and <laughs> there you they got it all. You so. are smart. Reese, you, are, you be the smartest one on this radio show. True that. Ellen, if I told you you could have the great, your, your, your ultimate career job, the greatest thing ever, or have great sex, which one would you value first? Oh, my career for sure. Really? Okay. I can, I mean, I can, I have a great vibrator. I can't pay the bills and be fulfilled without a good, you know. When I was, when I was uh, in my, you know, teens and twenties, when I got into radio, I would have much rather had great sex than the career. But then I realized the only way I was getting sex was (laughs) from the career. (laughs) Was saying I was a DJ. (laughs) 
So we talked about show. this before. Girls in radio don't get sex from radio, so uh, they don't quite go as. It's hand actually in kind hand. of the opposite. Yeah, guys are so intimidated by it. God, that sucks. Always. That you, guys, you guys never get an yeah, opportunity. Yeah, that's why to... I'm not getting laid. Is because they're intimidated by my job. That's the <laughs> only <laughs> reason. It's it's wild that to think that because I hear see or see all the time. You know, usually messages. Sometimes people will come up to me if we're out and say, "Oh my God, you know, Shannon, Ellen, Megan, they're so hot." Uh, you know, all this stuff. I actually had somebody recently that uh, talked about you, Ellen, and said, uh, "said Oh my God, I look." You hate it when people say, "I can't believe she's single." Like, yeah. Does that insult you? Yeah, because they act like being single is a negative thing. Like yeah. I can't believe she. I'm single because I. I'm choosing, choosing not to settle <laughs> yeah. for I I could be in a relationship. I haven't found anyone that is worth my time or energy or effort. That's right. People are so fucking condescending to single people. It's unbelievable. Well, the problem is most of the guys your age are like Reese oh, no, and they the just want to grab money. Way worse. They just want to you just want to grab a Kardashian. No, nope. right? older guys are Damn way right. worse about looking down on you for being single. Really? Oh, 1000%. Well, it's because if you think that somebody has been single for some period of time that they might have a little kookiness to them. That's pretty much what it is. But that, why, wait, I don't get that. Why is well, a guy's older than me, would he think that? Because, well, I think that sometimes guys look at that and they say, oh, so when's your last relationship? And if you say, my last relationship was never. Then the follow-up question is. And you're 29 is, years old, people are going to wonder why have wrong? you never been in a relationship? Mm-hmm. You know? And then they're going to wonder what's the story there? Like, what's your this, reasoning? It was the same questions I would get about not being married, being with Allie for so long. Like, you're this old and you're not married yet? Why aren't you yeah. married yet? Like, what's wrong with you? I think people just make make the assumptions of what mm-hmm. have you done. It's kind of like job-wise. Like if you go look for a job and you haven't had a job in a long time, people are going to always wonder what's the reasoning why you haven't had a job in a long time. Well, I think that's a little bit different. You think so than, than the relationship Because you need to have a job. If you haven't been working yeah. or working on your education, you have a big gap. What have you been doing? If I haven't been in a relationship, you know what I've been doing? Working, working on my friendships, working on myself. Yeah. No, like there's stuff. There's nothing mm-hmm. that you could say like, oh, well, I've been doing this. If you haven't had a job other than like getting an education or, you know. Well, I think that's the thing. You just come up, you know, you tell them the answer. I always say that I was in like the priesthood. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was thinking about being a priest or. You know, is that why you were so concerned with sex? Because you weren't getting it for so long as a priest. Listen, I almost I, I was talking to uh, our old boss, Steve Schramm, the guy that hired me. And he said to me, he goes, if you didn't do radio, what was your thing that you were thinking about doing when you were in high school? No shit. I thought about becoming a priest. Really? I did. I went to an all guys Catholic school where we were one of the feeders to the big seminary that was in our area. And I went and visited the seminary. And if it, and the, it looked like, honestly, they had a great like mess hall. <laughs> Looked like they had like good food, and these guys had the life. They, you know, these priests and had nothing some, to do with Jesus. Everything yeah. to do with the mashed potatoes. I thought about career options. I was looking at career options. It was either that, or I was going to be a high school history teacher. Do you think there's anything more opposite from being a priest than what you do now? Oh, believe me. Although I think there there's a lot of similarities. Anything more opposite? No, I think there's some similarities too. Like- well, I, I, you know, I, we preach to each other. We preach on the air. <laughs> you have to be a good speaker, right? Be a priest. You got to be able to do a good homily. Uh, you could you, use your platform for good things. Yeah, you deal with you a could. lot of you deal with a lot of people, right? You uh, try to uh, be there to cheer people up, like priests are usually called upon at times. Confessions. Exactly, we do confessions. 
You're right. You're just like a priest. I wear, I, wait, no, no, no. I wear you the were same. black every day. I wear the same black shirt every single day. Exactly. All right. We're ending this podcast right now. Enough already with this stupid okay, podcast. Uh, let's all pray. Bow your heads down. Dear Lord, baby Jesus, end this podcast fast. Enjoy your day or night or whatever it is that you're listening to us. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.